0: Welcome to Time for Truth. I'm Winston Parrish, and in a world full of lies, deception, and confusion, it's time for more truth. We understand truth to be defined in God's Word as timeless. Truth is relentless. Truth will always be unapologetic on this podcast, and truth can transform your life, the life of your family, the life of your loved ones. And at the end of the day, truth is our only hope. So for just a few minutes, grab your Bible, grab a pen, and get ready because it's time for truth. I want to ask you a few questions that really needs to be answered in everybody's lives today. And because especially where we're living at the virus is still a major issue in our country as we know uh, there are some positive reports that the virus is slowing but everyone is glued to their TV everyone is glued to their phone everybody is watching to see the numbers and uh, what projections are going to be and when can things go back to normal and really in this world where uh, we are oversaturated with information we are oversaturated with people's opinions Really, what's been more true to me uh, this past, I don't know, month or so now, is that there is a desperate need in our country for truth and stability. And really, there are thousands of sources for you, if you have internet access, especially for you to go and find really any sort of dialogue that feeds an idea that you have, that you want to be true. In other words, if I'm holding a pen in my hand that's red. There is somewhere, someone, that will agree with me that the pen is not red, but maybe even a shade of blue or green. In other words, truth has become subjective in our country, and no longer is truth looked at as a staple of society and culture. But now there is this movement, if you will, that allows people to have what's called their truth, my truth, what I believe to be as truth. And we all know that at the end of the day, there is right, there is wrong, And there's no way around that. And really, you go back to where uh, especially the public school system began to uh, really step away from having the Bible and the Ten Commandments at minimum in the school. And you start to see this tearing away of at least some sort of morality, some sort of check, even in a public setting, that to tell a lie was wrong. Now, to tell a lie about your gender, your age, your identity, whatever you want to say, um, it's just part of who you are. But really, we know that to be uh, nothing more than sin, nothing more than evil coming to fruition through men's minds and men's attitudes and hearts and really hearts that are sick with a sin problem. And so this podcast All this is to do is to equip you on a daily basis for just a few minutes on truth. And really, at the end of the day, the only thing that is true, the only thing that we know without fault, without folly, and without any doubt, the only thing that is true is God's Word, your Bible. It is wholly inspired. Every book is an absolute explosion of truth, and we want to take a little tiny explosion every day, and we want to take it apart, and we want to understand it, and we want to apply it to our lives. And today, for the first session of this podcast, I want to go to Second Timothy chapter 4, and I think that this uh, first part of this chapter really highlights where American culture and society is when it stands uh, in truth, when it stands... Uh, for truth, where our people are. Um, and this is no dig at this generation. Every generation has had its own problems, every generation has had its own issues. This generation has more information and more readily available information than any generation before in its past. I was talking to uh, our pastor, my grandfather, just the other day, and he was talking about a book, and he had a quote from that book, but he couldn't remember who the author was. He couldn't remember the title of the book, but he could emphatically remember six or seven words uh, of, uh, of a sentence inside of that book, I was able to take those words and actually find the book that he was looking for. In other words, we have access to more information than any generation has before in our life, whether it's through social media, uh, whether it's through online research, you name it, you can find it, the information is there. But what we've done with that, I would give us a D minus uh, grade when it comes to what we've done with that Capability. Instead of us going forward um, in our thought processes and in the way we handle information, we've really just taken that opportunity to say whatever, to do whatever, and however we feel uh, at that time, without any consequence. And it's so dangerous and it's so damaging to, to to culture and society. So when someone stands up for truth, when someone stands up for what's right they are instantly labeled as a bigot or they're instantly labeled as someone who's closed-minded or they're labeled in this culture as someone who uh, isn't woke. Uh, You've not seen the light of everyone can be anything at any time, gender fluidity and gender identity uh, changing from day to day for people. If you're not uh, willing to accept that, you're closed-minded. And I would say to you you this, that is only going to get worse. We've not yet seen a generation... That's lived fifteen or twenty years uh, in this culture and in this society of social media. Those things are going to continue to get worse. And the Bible says here in Second Timothy chapter four, verse number three: "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine." In just that first little part of that verse, mm, it, it really it talks about where we are. I believe. For the time will come, will they will not endure sound doctrine. But after own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And listen to this, and they shall turn away their ears from truth. And they shall turn away their ears from truth. And that goes on to talk about how they will acceptingly believe the lie. They'll go straight into the lie and they'll live in the lie and they'll be comfortable in the lie. And then Timothy highlights uh, our job as Christians to be evangelists, to go into the darkness with light and truth. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5 that you are the salt and you are the light. And really, if you've been around my church uh, the last three or four years, that salt and light thing has been hammered. We have talked about salt and light and the Christian responsibility over and over and over again. I just got back from Israel in March. And uh, my grandfather, Dr. Ralph Sexton, and Pastor C.T. Townsend led a tour. I got to be a part of that and and even help teach some and a, a wonderful tour. And the people on that tour named the tour the Salt and Light Holy Land Tour because it was so talked about so much. And really, Why that's happening is because there is not a greater time in history that I can think of that God's people need a bigger platform to reach more people. We need to be salt more. We need to be light more. Again, as a refresher, salt to... Be the preservative, to stop the decay of society, light, to cast out darkness, and to shine truth. And that's what this podcast is all about. I want it to be more about shining light and spreading salt than I want it to be about anything. It's not about me, my personality, my ability. Lord knows I'm learning every day as we go along. But going back to these verses in Timothy, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine uh, and they shall turn their ears away from truth. So how do I get people to listen if uh, truth is not really popular and truth isn't the thing and truth isn't in and really they can ignore it and there be no consequence? Well, the bottom line is no matter what people's response is, no matter what people react uh, how people react to you saying truth, you invoking truth in your own life, really the responsibility for us doesn't go away. Um, and I know that's hard to, to do sometimes, uh, really, especially if it's people that you love, people that you care about, and you want to see them come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And over and over again, you... Tell them truth that's found in God's word. You love them as Jesus commanded, and there's no response. And maybe even they answer with, Well, I don't believe there's a God. I don't believe the Bible is real. Unfortunately for us, it doesn't get any easier from there. You know, some things are left in God's hand, but the responsibility uh, for us, the Christian, is still to do the office work uh, of an evangelist through and by the power of the Holy Spirit to be that truth and to be that salt. So we have the responsibility. Truth, truth, truth. It must be the forefront of everything we do because if I'm doing something and it's not rooted in truth, it can do a lot of damage. And that's why it's so important for us as Christians to know our Bible. It's important for us to know what sound doctrine is. And for really for us to to find something that rings a bell or causes an alarm in our head or, uh, as some people would say, your spidey sense goes off and you're not really sure what that means, go find out what it means. Go after it. Seek it. And from God's Word, you'll always be able to discern, is this truth? And I would uh, imply that in everything in life, you can do this. There's the ability for us to live our life uh, through God's Word. So there's four questions today for us to do a truth refresh, I guess would be the best uh, uh, thing to call this, a truth refresh. Four questions to kind of help us evaluate where we are and where we stand. Uh, The first question is, where am I getting my information? Where am I getting my information? Where you derive your info from? Where do you get uh, what you're living off of? And look, I get it, and I do it myself. I go to my phone, I go to Fox News or MSNBC, CNN, and yes, I flip through all of them. I want to know what everybody's saying. But what, where am I getting the info that I'm going to take and let root in my heart? And yes, there is so much sadness with this uh COVID nineteen disease. I, I, I'm, I, I feel so helpless. Uh, there's nothing really, you know, that I can do to fight the virus other than uh, stay away from people, social distancing, and do all those things. But there's a lot of sad news on uh, on social media and the news, and it's hard to deal with. But at the end of the day. Where am I getting my information? What am I plugging in to my life? In other words, what information am I going to hold on to that's going to affect the way I live? And for me, I have to turn all of that off at the end of the day and go, okay, I see what's going on outside. I understand that things are bad. I understand that there are things that are out of my control. I even understand that it could get worse. But at the end of the day, I've got to stop and say, okay, what does my Bible say? Well, Pastor Winston, your Bible does not have today's headlines in it. Right, but your Bible has for you inside of it how to live out today's headlines. In other words, Christians cannot be living their lives so fluidly that we allow bad news from the world to affect what we are and how we live. So if you go and you listen to a story on Fox News Uh, That's sad or scary and depressing and down. And then you call a friend or a family member and you're short with them or uh, you uh, don't talk to them with a lovely tone and it affects the way you're living your life and the way you're loving your loved ones. It's really not supposed to be that way. The Bible talks about things that are lovely and true and of good report, that being the thing that we live our life based off of. So where am I getting my info? And I would submit to you that, yes, obviously pay attention to the world that's going on around you, but at the end of the day, Anchor what you're getting from out of your Bible and not your TV or your phone. And then how is it affecting my life? The second question, the information that I'm getting, how is it affecting my life? And I already mentioned it a little bit. Am I overly anxious when I watch the news? If the answer is yes, turn it off. God's not giving us a spirit of fear, uh, but I, I understand there is a need and there is a desire for you to to watch the news and for you to see what's happening. But if you turn on Fox news and it scares you, turn it off and go get your Bible and get into a season of prayer. Stop scaring yourself uh, when really that cannot even be a reality for you on what's going on. I know a lot of the news is focused on places like Italy and New York, and for a lot of people who are listening to this, that's maybe even hundreds or thousands of miles away from where you are. Yes, obviously COVID-19 is everywhere, but take a break from the onslaught of news, especially with all this extra time. And I would invite you to take that extra time and get further and deeper in God's Word. It will only help matters in your life. The third question is, what can I depend on to be true? What can I depend on to be true? And listen, there are many great people in media. There are wonderful people who want to tell the truth, who try to take information and Uh, do the best job that they can to tell the truth with. There are people that we all listen to, whether it's politics or uh, whether it's sports or just happenings in the world, and we'll listen to those people. Uh, That's great. That's wonderful. But verify Uh, if there is someone who's saying something crazy on Facebook, listen, and I don't even want to get off on this because I'll spend all day talking about this. Do not use your Facebook news feed as your source of news. Let me say that again. If you are getting the source of your news, if you're getting the main portion of news that you're using in your daily life from Facebook, please stop immediately. It's not safe. It's not healthy. You have no way to know if it's true. Yes, obviously, you can follow news outlets on social media, but Facebook is an uh, onslaught, a Wikipedia, if you will, a Wikipedia of uh, anybody can post anything and say anything. And I would encourage you to stop uh, using platforms like Facebook to be your source of news, and um, find new sources that are dependable, find new sources that are uh, not repeating the same thing 10 times with a scarier tone every time. Um, but just take it into the consideration that maybe you don't need so much news and information in your life. And maybe this is, again, an opportunity for you to go back and go to what you know you can depend to be true. And that's God's word every single time. Uh, the prayers that you pray when you're alone with God is probably some of the greatest truth that will ever come from your heart. Uh, Because if you'll get alone with God, you'll open up about things that you won't tell your husband, your wife, your, your uh, boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, you get alone with the Holy spirit of God in prayer. And you're allowed uh, a sense of freedom to say whatever's on your heart. And maybe where you can't tell your wife that you're scared or you're anxious you can tell God. And so there's a dependability on God, a dependability on the Holy Spirit, a dependability on God's Word that you're not going to find anywhere else. So what can I depend to be true? God's Word every single time. And then what what are the consequences for us, especially as Christians, for spreading false information or for telling something that maybe isn't isn't true and i i've heard many people talk about this the the consequence of sharing a lie unknowingly and really if it's untrue if it's not right and you share it there are consequences there a lot of people believe that uh it is just as wrong to share a lie as it is to say a lie so let us be very cautious with the way we say things and how we uh, portray things. People are watching us. And really, as Christians, we have a greater responsibility because we have identified ourselves in Jesus Christ. And you may have a friend, you may have a loved one who is watching you uh, for hope, Uh, maybe someone that is on the fence about, uh, do I... uh, Do I want to live this life as a Christian? Do I want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? And they're watching you for what it means to be a Christian. Our pastor has talked so many times about that story on the Sea of Galilee, other little ships that are on the sea. We're all in this together. But how are you responding and what are you saying? What are you doing uh, and how do you react to it? It's truth. We have to stand for truth. And look, I know this time is uh, is scary, and there are sad aspects to it, but the Apostle Paul told the ch- church in Rome, um, and you got to remember what the church in Rome is going through, uh, especially when he writes in Romans chapter 8, but he tells that church in Rome, he says this in verse 18 of chapter 8, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. In other words, what you're going through right now, what you're experiencing, it's not even worth comparing to what's coming, the glory of being in the presence of Jesus Christ. And you say, well, I don't want to die. Well, nobody wants to die. But for us as Christians, our hope and our healing And what we have to look forward to does not come from anything that's on this earth. It has to do with what Jesus has for us as Christians. Um, There is a time and a place coming that if you have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, that you will be in a situation where there will be no pain and no more suffering and no more COVID-19 and no more lie and no more deception. And until we get home to that place, which is called heaven, as a Christian, we have the duty to seek out what is true, to live it in front of other people, and to tell it as loudly as we possibly can. And I'm thankful today that no matter where I'm getting my info, how it's affecting my life, wondering who I can depend on in this crazy time, that at the end of the day, I can look forward into my Bible and see every single time that there's nothing but truth for me to hold on to. Thank you for taking Time for Truth today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and may God bless you until next time on Time for Truth.